Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We head into the Blues Booth, presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Carrie and Randy, and we always enjoy our Thursday visits with our friend Bernie Federko, the Hockey Hall of Famer and analyst on Bally Sports Midwest. Blues and Ottawa Senators tonight, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock faceoff here on 101 ESPN and on Bally Sports. Good morning, Bernie. How are you doing? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing fine. It's uh, great to have you with us. By the way, uh, you weren't with us last week. Did you get a little trip in? I was out uh, in uh, Arizona, played a little golf, and uh, got some sunshine. Uh, so it was it was kind of nice. <laughs> Love it! Congratulations. Thank you. Well, of course, we have to talk to you about everything that has happened with Craig Berube and his firing. What was your initial reaction when you found out? Well, Brooke, it was I think like everybody else. I was quite surprised. Uh, I did not see that coming. I mean, uh, the Blues obviously, you know, have been struggling. Uh, as of late, but they've been inconsistent the, the whole season. So um, I think like everybody else, I think uh, we were quite surprised that something happened, I guess, this early was game below 500. But, you know, it is the nature of the business when uh, things uh, are not going the right way. A lot of times uh, general managers do make the decision on uh, moving the coach or replacing the coach. And, and Doug Armstrong, as he talked about yesterday, he just felt that that was the direction that he needed to go. Uh, Bernie, you uh, have been on a few teams that that the coach was uh, changed midseason. What was that like in that in that dressing room, and how did that change for the rest of the season for you all? Well, it's always kind of comes as a shock for the most part, uh, you know, Kerry. I mean, um, you know, you don't expect um, you know you you work for the for the person that is the coach at the time, and um, you see, you know, when something like that happens, I mean, I, I think everybody kind of looks in the mirror and says, hey. Um, obviously, uh, things have to get better around here. You know, when you see someone lose their job, you know that uh, you're p- partly responsible for it. And I think that everybody on this team right now is probably feeling that way. Is that um, you know, I'm sure that no one wanted to see Chief, uh, you know get dismissed. And, and it's, so it's one of those things that we've got to be better. Otherwise, more changes are going to come. And you know, everybody likes the position that they're in right now. I mean, you want to be comfortable. You want to win. You want to have a uh, you know, great disposition. You, know, you want to have a smile on your face every way, every every day that when you come to the rink, and uh, you know, and when you're winning, it's easy that way. But when you're losing and things like this happen, I, I think that you know, you just all have to reevaluate reevaluate yourselves. You have to look in the mirror. And you have to start, you know, making things better. Uh, otherwise, more changes are going to keep coming, and that, that's kind of just the way I'm sure the guys are looking at. It. That's the way we always looked at it. It happened a couple of times in my career, and uh, you know, you have to now all of a sudden you're under the microscope. You're 
you know, having somebody else re- re- evaluate you. And, and, and I think that everybody, I mean, I, we're seeing it happen right now. I mean, Edmonton has won eight in a row now since the coaching change. Minnesota has played much better. So uh, that's kind of what happens. And, and I think in, in the way the league is right now with all the leagues now is that, um, you know, it's hard to move players. It's hard to trade players. It's hard, but there's caps in place. There's no trade clauses. And, and unfortunately for the coaches, I think they're the ones that are the easiest ones uh, to, to, to make changes with because they're they're under contract and, you, you know, you, you fire them, you don't have to do it. There's no consequences. It's, it's kind of a crazy thing. Bernie Federico started his Hall of Fame hockey career coming up with the Blues in 76-77, and you have been associated with the Blues pretty much ever since. Pop quiz, Bernie. I, I wanted to, want you to take a shot at this. Drew Bannister <laughs> is coach number what since you came up with the Blues the first time? Take a guess. Well, you know what? I just read that. 27th. Am I right? That's a lot of coaches. <laughs> That's a lot of coaches. <laughs> that is what you know. What it is a lot of coaches in fifty. What, what is it? Fifty-five years or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah it is a lot of coaches. But you know what? Um, you know what? It, it's it's a, it's a tough business being a coach. And I think we've always talked about that. Uh, when you get hired as a coach, you know you're going to get fired eventually. There's, there's no one. No one lasts forever. And um, it, it's it's a strange thing. And it's I mean when you looked at. And we would, you know, with especially what Craig was the, the the fifth most tenured coach in the league uh, when he was let go yesterday. I mean, that, and he's only been here what five years, so it, it's it's a very volatile business, I guess. And and you know, it's very unfortunate, uh, you know, for the coaches. But uh, you know, I think Craig, a great coach, great guy. He's he's gonna he's gonna be fine. I mean, he's gonna get uh, hired by somebody else because he's just. I mean, hey, we'll always look at at, at Chief as the as the is the guy that brought the Stanley Cup to St. Louis, and I don't mm-hmm. think that anybody can ever change that. Well, Bernie, now the search begins for the Blues' new head coach as Bannister steps in. What kind of coach, we were talking about this earlier, what kind of coach will get the most out of all these players right now? You know, Brooke, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think that's kind of a, an experiment right now. I mean, uh, obviously, Drew is coming in. Uh, as the coach that wants to be, you know, not just the interim, interim coach, he wants to be to prove that he can be the coach. I mean, it's an opportunity for him to coach in the National Hockey League. So I don't know what his coaching style is. I mean, he's been successful in the minors, and I mean, it's not much difference. I mean, you're still it's how, it's how you deal with players. How you, um, you know, is he going to change his system or what is the system? And how the guy's going to react? I, I, you know, what that's that's so hard to know well, you know exactly what kind of coach is going to get the most out of it. But I think it's like one thing is that the guys will all look in the mirror right now. And as I just said, is they have to reevaluate each one of them. And, and they, you know, obviously they've got to, you know, get come together as a team and say, Hey, um, we need to be better. And I, and I think that everybody understands that. I think this is always a shock to the system when, uh, when a coaching change is made. I mean, now they go, okay, this is for real now. Something did happen now. Uh, so I don't know what exactly um, has to happen, but uh, I think that, uh, you know, Army talked a lot about, you know, the, the guys have got to obviously, uh, you know, come together. They've, they've, they've got to, you know, make sure that they're they're playing for each other and, and uh, um, you know, accountability he kept using. So, I mean, whatever that means is that, um, you know, the guys have got to play better for each other. They've, they've got to be certainly better defensive. They're giving them way too many goals. I mean, they've got to get the power play going. There's a lot of things, little things that, that, that need to be better so that they can be better on the big picture. 
Bernie, in the in the past week, we've heard Braden Shin, the captain, talk about effort and energy and, and pulling guys to the fight. You've seen Craig Ruby fired. You heard Armstrong talking about nobody should feel safe in our in our group. And Jordan Bennington coming out saying the pride that you have in wearing the blue note. You know, you should have pride in that in practice and in games. If you're a teammate in that in that dressing room, in that locker room, and you're looking at some of the guys on the team that they're talking about, what are those conversations you're having with that player or players that that they're speaking of? Well, I don't. I, I don't think he's pointing fingers at anybody. I think he's pointing fingers at everybody. You know, I, I think that as I said, you really you have to evaluate yourself, reevaluate yourself. You have to look in the mirror and say, "What can I do more?" And I think that each individual player on the team has to do that and say, "Hey, I can do more." Obviously, they they all feel that they can do more. Otherwise. If they were doing more, maybe they'd be winning more games and and, 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 and they wouldn't be in a position where, where Craig was fired. So uh, I think it's just a matter of, of doing more and, and, and you know making sure you're not blaming the other guy that that's sitting next to you or across from you is everybody's got a you know everybody has a, a job to do on uh, on the ice and you know whether you're a checker or you're a scorer or you're a power play special or a specialist or a, or a penalty killer. Uh, you know what, or a fighter, or whatever you are. I mean, I think everybody you put together a team. Everybody, you know, is in a role. And I think that if everybody does the job that they're supposed to do in their role, obviously that's when the team becomes a better team. And and we say, you know, a team is still a bunch of a group of individuals that just comes together as a team. And I think that each individual has to be better at what their job is. And, and if they can do that, I think that they'll come together and, and they'll play certainly much better. And you know what? How good are they? We're not sure yet. I mean, we've seen glimpses of a really good hockey team, and then we've seen glimpses of, of a really bad hockey team. So what, I think that they still need to find the identity of what they are, and certainly, you know, hopefully it's going to be something that is going to be good and challenge for a playoff spot, uh, because that's uh, Army said that all along. Maybe that's not going to be the best team in the league this year, but if they can get into the playoffs, then you never know what could happen. You get some key injuries for you, against you, and um, many things could happen. And, uh, you know, we all look back to 2019, um, the Blues went with three games below 500 in January, and they ended up winning the Stanley Cup. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a crazy game, and anything can happen. But you you've got to get everybody on the same page. And Bernie, uh, I was going to reference 2019 as well because thank goodness the Blues won Game Seven. When you look at where the Blues are right now, and you look at what happened to, for example, Dallas after they lost to Tampa Bay, they've stayed good, but they haven't been back to the finals. Nashville loses to Pittsburgh in 2017. They haven't been back. San Jose loses to Pittsburgh. The Rangers lost to the Kings. It's such a fragile thing. It's such a hard championship to win. Thank goodness the Blues won Game Seven in Boston. I would agree 100%. I mean, that, that's how hard. I mean, Toronto hasn't won since 1967, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and they've had a pretty good run themselves. But, yeah, it's, it's very, very difficult, you know, to win those 16 games uh, in the playoffs. And I mean, I think I always look back at even we're going back to that, as everybody said. I mean, COVID really screwed the Blues out of, you know, getting an opportunity to repeat because they were a great team. And all of a sudden we had COVID and they went into that bubble at Edmonton and, I mean, that was a total different story. I mean, they could have defended the title that year, and unfortunately, you know, it's it's timing. It's just the way things happen. So, um, you know, there is teams that, that, that obviously uh, are, are looking to, you know, be the Stanley Cup champs. There's favorites. But you know what? You have to get everything fall into place. You have to get a good goaltender. you got to stay away from some, you know, key injuries and this and that. And, 
And if it all comes together, you know, you're winning the, you're winning the Stanley Cup. But it, it certainly is a difficult thing to do. Bernie, thanks so much for the time. We'll be tuned in tonight. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, you guys. You guys have a great day. Too. See you later. That is the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico, joining us as he does every Thursday here on 101 ESPN.